Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, Bradley Trainer wears many hats on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, he's been our legal expert following the what we are calling the Herp trial. That's Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. And also, he's here to teach us a master class in PR regarding the Herp trial. Oh, my goodness. Yes. We're How do gonna, you do it all? We're going to class. We're going to school. And, you know, honestly, this is going to... This is going to be like on a roller coaster. So getting to go to class on a roller coaster doesn't happen every day. Ooh, going to get my barf bucket ready. <laughs> you <Okay>. absolutely <laughs> should. But at the end of this experience, we are going to understand that which we already knew. I know that doesn't seem very uh, exciting, but it is because you and I have been saying something about how Hollywood works. And I'm about to prove to you <gasps> with incontrovertible evidence to make that point now let's start at the very beginning at the amber heard johnny depp trial herp trial as you delightfully put it because that's what we call it here on the colleen and bradley show we have a smoking gun in this case oh and the smoking gun is literally uh in uh our possession <gasps> metaphorically because it all has to deal with something we've said about hollywood sources for years now Let's start there. Okay. What do we always say on the show about a Hollywood source when it shows up in a tabloid? It means that the call is coming from inside the house, meaning somebody on some side of the story has provided the uh, tabloid experience with the quotations to be used because it's all meant to spin the story in some direction. Exactly. Well, I would like to take you to a little place I like to call email. I have that. <laughs> I have that. Is that on the World Wide Web? It yes. is. It's catching on. Uh, Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. That's at today. 8.28 a.m. Now, we got an email, Colleen. And the email just simply says, hello. Please feel free to use the below for coverage related to the depth v. Heard trial. <laughs> this can only be attributed to... A source close to Amber Heard. Stop it. We got this in our email? This was an email that we received earlier this morning. Now, before I tell you the contents, again, here's Mm -hmm. the email. Hello. Please feel free to use the below for coverage related to the Depp v. Heard trial. This can only be attributed to, quote, a source close to Amber Heard. Stop. Yes! Now... Before I tell you the contents, Mm -hmm. I would like you uh, to do me the following. Okay. Tell me what we learned yesterday about Kate Moss vis-a-vis Heard versus Perfect. So yesterday we learned that Kate Moss would be taking the stand uh, at some point 
Uh, and she was going to be providing testimony really on behalf of or in support of yep. Johnny Depp. Yep. Now, Kate Moss is his ex-girlfriend. And uh, so she was going to be called to the stand. And we thought maybe, and I don't know if this is where we're going, but yeah. we thought maybe as a result of that, the decision was made to not call Johnny Depp that doesn't matter so much. That doesn't story. matter anymore because they ended up, they did end up calling Johnny back, oh, okay. which we can talk about later or to probably tomorrow. But for right now, the Kate Moss piece, just to like you laid it out perfectly. Amber heard previously testified and was, uh, or has testified that she heard a rumor about Kate Moss getting thrown by, down the stairs by right. Johnny Depp. Right. And, and when she said that in court, Johnny Depp's uh, just a, to yeah. just put it all together in a sentence, Johnny Depp's lawyers were like, yes, because now we can call Kate Moss to testify whether or not that's the case. She did. Okay. This morning. Okay. So she said, want to guess what Kate Moss said? She said it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Because that's what they were hoping that she would say. Exactly. Which is why they felt fine to call her to the stand. Exactly. And then shortly after she does that, we got this email. Hello, please feel free to use the following be- or the below for coverage related to Depp v. Heard trial. This can only be attributed to a source close to Amber Heard. Quote, and literally we are given the quotes to attribute to a source close to Amber Heard. So Johnny Depp didn't abuse Kate Moss. That makes him one for two in the abuse column. But to date... Uh, he's O for one in the courtroom on the central issue in this case. Uh, PR speak. Yeah, but it's like it's written in quotes and it's not written like a press release. It's written in the best way they can to get information out there and also make it sound like somebody said it over the phone or in person over coffee or whispered it hush hush in the elevator. Yeah. So they're basically doing what now I did the thing. So basically I took the quote mm-hmm. uh, from this particular email again that we were sent. So Johnny Depp didn't abuse Kate Moss. That makes him. So that's a response to the news that Kate Moss said that Johnny didn't do that. Yeah. So then I pasted that into the internets. Mm-hmm. So the go- you hit up the Googs and a bunch of articles do the very same thing. They oh quote that gosh. with a source close to Amber Heard. Ergo, what we've already told you, and I'm not going to tell you who sent the email because, again, it's attributed to a source close to Amber Heard. But take it on good authority, I assume, because, again, I don't know where this email came from. Like, if the people purporting to be who these people are, I don't know if that's who this really is. Or I don't know if because we get look, we get pitches all the time, right, from PR people Mm -hmm. asking for us to cover certain issues. Rarely, I don't think if ever have we gotten a story like this or a PR spin directly from what is purporting to be a a source close to the person, him or herself. Okay, and. If I can just quickly take it next level, I yeah. mean, this is number one proof of what we've always said, which is that the, the the call is coming from inside the house. But then if we apply this directly to the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, this is proof positive that there is definitely a PR spin machine behind all both sides. Oh, yeah. This is not just a story about Amber Heard. No, this is just the side. 
And trust me when I tell you the due diligence was done behind the scenes to see, you know, like I, I did some Googling. This is in complete, this completely lines up with everything we know about the teams behind Amber and the teams behind Johnny. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is there are, this is exactly, and again, it's not earth shattering. I know you're sitting there going, what, what is this? What is the thing that I, what? We knew this, right? But we've never seen this in black and white. Not before. like this. We've we, never we've seen never them been say, involved in the story. "Quote a source says yes," and here it is in mm. black and white that you know each person in this particular case has their PR and uh, communications teams sending out information to tabloids, sending out information, and clearly they think we're you know paying somebody exactly. <laughs> like, did they forget? I mean, thank you. I know, Holly. That's what my insides were doing. Well, because and like you, yeah, like because I think you just didn't even notice that this email was sitting. No, in your I deleted it because that's what I do. It Sorry, looks, Sorry I, well, did, I said it. Spoiler alert: When you send us uninvite or un, what's the word unsolicited? Yeah, emails about PR pitches. A lot of times, typically, what happens in this case is that a firm uh, representing somebody not directly connected to the story right. will use the story right. as a pitch to get their client on the air. Exactly. This is so, not the case. To just give context to that, it would be like uh, uh, if everybody, if if there was some sort of celebrity story going on about mental health, right? Oh, okay, so Britney's conservatorship. Yeah. And then a PR firm would, because we're on a list, would send us a pitch that said, hey, while you're talking about the Britney Spears conservatorship and uh, mental health, how, what does this psychologist have to say about it? Yeah. And we're like, I don't care. I want Britney Spears. Delete. But this, sorry, that's the truth. I, that's what I do. But this yeah, one. No, but because you can't possibly keep up with that. No, but this one looked like it was one of those. But Bradley, thank you for opening it. Well, I just look at them because I am, you know, that's what I, I'm just, well, I'm always like, to. what's the ridiculous pitch in this one? <laughs> and then lo and behold, I open it up and I'm like, well, this person is purporting to be connected to, you know, this individual. And I don't know if that's real. I don't mm. know what this is. And at first I thought maybe this is spam. But when I did the copy paste job, I was like, oh, this is how this works. So when we have told you for years, again, yeah. this is not earth shattering, but it makes me feel confident that when we have told our listeners for years that when a source says blank, uh, you know, that that source is probably coming directly from the power, uh, you know, and in this case, I mean, they're saying it's a source close to Amber Heard. So mm -hmm. that is not a lie. There is no lie happening here, but it is a. It is just how the sausage it's is packaged, made. Though, yeah, it's how the sausage is made that makes you think that somebody went. Psst, I know some information. Yeah, that like Barb, her neighbor, called somebody, yeah. and that's just not how that worked. No. So here's uh, at the end of the story mm -hmm. what we need to remember: listen to Colleen and Bradley from noon to three, Monday through Friday, on My Talk 107.1. Because when we tell you that in Hollywood nothing is real and everyone smokes, we mean it. And now we've got proof. You're welcome. Also, a lady yelled in open court, Johnny, this baby is yours. Or you are the father of this baby. Was that it Maury No, this lady did this in, in court yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Because there are these, we didn't get a chance to talk about this, and I hope at some point we will, the amount of just dedicated oh, fans. Oh, rabid fans, I would say. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe we will get a chance to talk about that more, because... 
trust. Yeah. There's plenty to talk about. But Definitely. when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of nothing is real and everyone smokes, we do know that this mm. woman is not real and she smokes and her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. She's not real. I don't think so. Oh. Do you? We'll like, talk do you about it. I don't know, robot. I'm not sure. (laughs) We'll talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. We're going to get the Gooper Scoopers together after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so we have to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. And whenever we do that on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Oh, hey. Uh, We call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here it comes. The Gooper Scoopers. Coming. I know it's coming. There it is. Okay, so this woman, she, her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. She is the, uh, you know, creator of Goop, the lifestyle brand website. TV you show postulated perhaps she wasn't a real human. Well, you know, I have questions. I'm okay. just saying. All right. Um, but she do, she does this thing, and I know this is a thing that celebrities do. They do these uh, Instagram Q and A things. Oh yeah, ask and me anything. Ask me anything type thing. So uh, she was doing one of those the other day, and somebody asked what I thought was a decent question because backing up before I tell you what the question was, there's another lifestyle website brand situation that is helmed by one of the Kardashians. Oh yeah. Her name is Courtney and it's called Poosh. Poosh. Which I also think is well, I think they're both dub names, but nobody asked me. Yeah. So uh we've got Goop and Poosh. And sometimes you poosh goop. I was going to say, you don't want to goop poosh. Well, I don't know what that you means. You never know. But it does sound like a British detective series. Goop right? And goop and poosh. So at this, on this, it, during her, this Instagram Q&A on Friday, uh, she was asked, are you upset that poosh copied you? Well, this is just like the perfect also, that's a moment. Dumb, that's a dumb question. Oh, I think it's a think? decent question. Well, no copy. I mean, there's an intent. There's a like. That's true. There's a like. I want to pit you two against each other. Tone to that. It's like there's a better way. Is my she's leading the witness? Yes. You, the legal expert. I, as a legal expert, I would just say there's a better way to word that. I object. Okay, but yes. So yes, the question was asked in this fashion: Are you upset that Poosh copied you? And this is her reply, and it's so perfectly primed for like peak Gwyneth. You know, love everybody PR spin, right? Yeah. And I don't disagree with parts of this. I want another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
going to be frank before I start making fun of it. Okay, great. This idea that women need to be in competition is legacy patriarchy BS, but she said the real word. There is room for every woman to fulfill her dreams. I used to fall prey to this kind of thinking years ago, so I understand where it comes from. Now I get so happy when I see new wellness businesses. There's a place for all of us. Plus, Kourtney Kardashian is a really good person. And also, hashtag Kravis forever. She, she's an expert. She knows how to spin. Yes. So first of all, I imagine we're push more of a threat to her in terms of like, Goop is the pinnacle of these types of brands. And Poosh is nowhere near her on the ladder. And so I think it's easy to say, like, it's all okay. It's all good. But there's also, she also seasons it because it's Gwyneth Paltrow. She seasons it with that whole, like, I invented yoga stuff, right? Yeah, it's very, yeah, she's, a, when I say a master at doing this, it, like, she's tying it all back to her. Exactly. And her place in the Pantheon or the telling, like, the Wikipedia entry of lifestyle brands and websites. Exactly. I, it's mine. I did it. Like yoga. Yes, exactly. Because she remembers she went to do yoga once and the woman... Did she ask was her who she was? Pilates? No, it was, it was yoga, yoga for yeah. sure because she was like, "This woman doesn't even know I basically am responsible for yoga being so popular." We're like, "No, are you though? Not really." But thanks I'm, for trying. Holly would know, Holly. Yeah, Holly, is it Gwyneth Paltrow that brought yoga to the us? Yeah, pretty sure it wasn't. And okay. by pretty sure, I mean no, she didn't. Okay, okay, thanks. I just wanted the official answer. So, you know, so here's what I learned uh, when I read on. After that, she continued to do the thing she always does, which is promote herself as being highly evolved and the rest of us as being morons. Because she also posted a picture of her with her ex-husband's new girlfriend, Dakota. Oh, God, that's so many words. Right. So she's just really open. There's room for everybody. She's not. She's a lover, not a fighter. That's a lot. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We call them after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. I'd like to tell you about them right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And now we have a name for them. That name is D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. You know, uh, I think somebody would call this Johnny Depp fans as the D-bag, based on the story I'm about to tell you. But I would call them, based on what we learned last week, Amber Heard's Mm anti-fans. Do you you want to just give the audience a quick reminder? So... The, the we are we are versed here on the Colleen and Bradley show in what is called anti fandom, which is not necessarily fandom for one person. It is the actual deliberate anti fandom of another person, which we are seeing a lot of this yeah. in the Depp Heard trial, as we call it, the Herp trial. Exactly. So then I happen over to a New York Post article: Johnny Depp fans spam psychiatrist who testified for Amber Heard. Quote: This idiot. And then I'm like, I'm going to mildly include the New York Post in this because of the framing, but also the language. Are they into Depp? Oh, okay, No, Johnny Depp's notoriously diehard fans are dragging one of Amber Heard's witnesses online following Testimony Monday. 
And then they talk about Dr. David Spiegel, who testified apparently on behalf of uh, Amber Heard's team against Johnny Depp. And when that happened, people began flooding his WebMD page with scathing one-star reviews. Oh, the internet is a scary, awful place. I mean, honestly, it, it honestly, right? But again, based on what we've learned about anti-fandom versus like, because if you think about it, it doesn't make sense that if you're a huge XYZ fan that you're going to spend a lot of time. I mean, there's sort of an intuitive sense that if a person really loves um, Johnny Depp, because Johnny Depp sees Amber Heard as a threat, right. that the fan might then turn on Amber Heard. That's understandable. There's sure. an intuitiveness. Sure. But the vitriol with which these people go after Amber Heard speaks more about that yeah, and the, right. the anger against her well, than it that, does about Johnny Depp's love. Yeah, when that becomes your neutral is to go after Amber Heard, that that fails to be about Johnny Depp. Yeah, because like if I love Johnny Depp, I could be like, I hope he wins and I really... You will uplift Johnny Depp then. Exactly, yeah. and, and you'd also be open to the fact that Johnny Depp is a human. Mm-hmm. Like, you would be a rational thinker. This is not rational behavior, and mm-hmm. therefore there's something else going on. So at the end of the day, I would say, as this article uh, frames it to the contrary, however, that these anti-Amber Heard fans are the ones that are D-bags because going online and leaving crappy reviews for somebody that has nothing to do with anything you've experienced firsthand with this person and mm-hmm. has everything to do with, you know, your sort of uh, manic attention to this trial online is atrocious. Well, and what's particularly gross about that is that it doesn't hurt Amber Heard. It hurts this psychologist. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what's so dangerous about that anti-fandom yeah. is when they pull other people into the mix um, yeah, that's why you don't yeah. see people wanting to get anywhere. Like, I'm sorry, if I were one of these celebrities, I'd be like, I don't want to do this if I don't have to. Try to stay as far away as possible. Right? Like, but you can't because if you have a role in it, then you need to testify. But then all of a sudden you've got legions of anti-fans or, you know, fans. you got a lot of people online with opinions and you don't need to throw a rock very far. Skip a rock on a river. Remember when we used to skip rocks? Oh, I mean, the kids still do that. Do they? Oh, yes. I haven't skipped a rock in a long time. Ooh, trying to find a good skipper, that's like... Mm-hmm. It's got to be like flat, right? Yeah, it yeah. has to be flat and kind of... You, you kind of angle the, it. And there has to be a good... It has to be a good size because yeah. you got to get it in your hand right. I will just say this, and I know, I I know, I oh, know. God. It's just, I, I can't not say it. My aggravation today is about the fact oh, that... tell me about your aggravation I'm sorry today. today. Is that the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial still proportionately is getting more attention than actual present and important stories? It disproportionately, now, and it's I upsetting want, to me. I want you to sit with that and feel it and work it out and write a mm-hmm. thesis and come to class and teach us all about it. I don't have time for that. Okay, well... No, but what were you going to say? But by all means, complain. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's what we do. No, what I'm saying is I'm here for that. But to me, then, the follow-up question is, what's that about? Yeah, why? Yeah, like, tell me, because there's a reason. I, well, I, I, can I? And it's not just we're all, I mean, sure, on any given day, for any number of reasons, we're all horrible. But what is the the force at work? 
because mm-hmm. I bet it's interesting. Well, I have that a th- keeps this in our mouth more than other things. I have a theory about that. Okay, and it's the same theory I have about why we get interested in the things we get interested yeah. in, the things that we talk about, because it's low. It feels low stakes. It feels on the surface like these are two celebrities, and that's what's so. Uh, what's the word like seductive about this story is that on the surface, it's just two celebrities well, du- duking it surface, out in court. It's two people. Right. That we can apply in our own lives. Exactly. Day to day human thoughts about meaning relationships, dating, hot mess. We all know people who have drama in their own lives. It is. That is what I think you're saying by low stakes. Yeah. On the surface. And I want to be really clear that I'm saying on the surface because I know that there are real issues at play in it. But on the surface, it is two names that we are familiar with. They are in court and it's a it feels like a low stakes thing to get involved in. And the outcome, if we're looking at it on a surface level, doesn't really matter in our day to day lives. The deeper issues that uh, it is eclipsing are things that we probably feel pretty powerless against. Also, let's go one further because you're now having this conversation. Let's. Let's. I would say Mm -hmm. that people, there are certain people who benefit from us doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't mean to get too like tinfoil hatty for the Colleen and Bradley show, Mm -hmm. but I would say Mm -hmm. that sometimes like, look, we're all in. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. This is our bread and butter. We are all in mostly because of two things. One, we're fascinated by the world of celebrity and pop culture Mm -hmm. Two, if I may speak for the room, please do. Because when you love something that much, you want to understand it. You want to get behind it. You want to get underneath it. You want to like, you know, it's like if get you all lo- up in it and marinate all around. <laughs> well, I don't it. need to marinate. I don't know. <laughs> but like, you know, to yeah. use a horrible analogy, because I'm not a car lover, but you want to get under the hood yeah. and see what makes it go. Yes. And, you know, just like we talked earlier in the show today, like understanding how this process happens is not only fascinating from just a curiosity standpoint. And I've been curious since I was born like i showed up on this earth wanting to understand what's going on and you were like why why, why? oh why <laughs> <laughs> much to the everyone around me's you know yes annoyance why i have one of you. why one of my children is like that uh, you know and unleash that power for good because yeah. here i find myself with you thank you see mm-hmm. see what you could Comes wish for anyway to to finish that what i'm saying is mm-hmm. it's the interest in the the content mm-hmm. that draws me, but then also why I am interested in that yeah. content that keeps me around. Yeah. Because I want to understand why it is that we are so fascinated about these two when by all accounts and from their own words, they're pretty toxic people Yes, who have not been very, uh, well, have had a lot of stuff. I'm just going to leave it at that yeah. without drawing a lot of conclusions. Yeah. And why is it that we're fascinated by that? Despite yes. all the other things that you said, which I find to be actually important and meaningful in our day-to-day lives. Well, and to take it one to 11, you know, not only why, why, but also what does it say about then us as a culture that this is the thing? I mean, then we're like back at square one, but what does it say about us that this is the thing that is dominating every single also, headline? Also, also. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it isn't any more complicated than it's not all the other stuff 
because you said it makes us feel powerless. Mm-hmm. All that other stuff. Yes. This. Again, we don't have a like the outcome. The outcome's going to be really, what it's, it's going to be. It does, and we one have nothing gonna to win, do with it. One of them's going to lose. Yes. And there's a lot of money on the line. And we're over here just being like, but I don't know. I can't do anything place about it. I go in my life yep. other than my bed and my house. People are talking about this story that happened to me this morning. Yes. When I was sitting in the uh, getting my teeth cleaned. It happens to me at the gym. And these are not people who listen to us 24-7. No. Can I take it to 11 again? My children are talking about this. That's how you know. I mean, the fact that 12-year-olds and 15-year-olds are aware of this and they don't listen to they don't listen to me at home. They, don't, they for sure don't listen to me on the radio, my kids, right? So like they I and I we're not talking about this a lot at home, but they're aware of it. So yeah. they're asking questions. It's on the TikToks, it's on the all the social medias. Well, and I also that they're invested in celebrities that they probably would never have been invested in oh, otherwise. I don't think they knew who Johnny Depp was, except for that he they knew about Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Johnny Depp was the person that your parents thought was hot. Yeah. Literally. If they even realize that. Like they don't even know what a twenty one jump street is except for the remake of the of the show that was the movie. And do they even know what Amber Heard is? Oh, she was uh, in that Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, I think they're aware of her. But honestly, it's, again, these are not celebrities that were on their radar. And so that's, to me, again, proof positive that this has permeated literally every corner of the universe. And there are other things we should be talking about in our private lives. But don't worry about it, because right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will be continuing to bring you all the information and news around the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. You know what? I'm going to save my D-bag for tomorrow. Okay. And I am fine with it, because when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to do a little, here's what we're watching live. I, uh, I've Two things. I've picked up a new show that I would like to tell you about and give you the manual on how to watch it. What? There's instructions. Oh, instructions. Okay. And also, I want to just say a few words about the finale of This Is Us when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hi. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been watching TV yeah, uh, a little bit a here and there. And so, whenever we talk about it, we do a little here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch a television show together, don't you? Don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's What We're Watching Live. What you watching? Oh my gosh. Okay, I would like to present a manual for watching the HBO drama miniseries The Staircase. Okay, I don't know anything about this, and why do I need a manual? Mm, thank you for asking. So you, I don't know if you actually watched the documentary, the docu-series called also The Staircase. No. Okay. Oh my gosh, we have to go all the way back. Okay. So, there is there is and it exists for your viewing pleasure on Netflix a um a documentary docu-series called The Staircase. And this actually dropped back in 2005, and I have to be honest, I don't think it's been on Netflix since 2005. Okay. But I first watched it, I think, on the independent film channel. Okay. So this thing had been like in existence for a while, and and it got. They must have thrown some advertising dollars at it, and I saw it on social media, and I was like, "Ooh, I want to watch this thing." And then it made its way to Netflix eventually. Okay. And that's when it blew up. Like that's when people started 
watching it and talking about it. And it's a true, it's a real documentary about a true story, which is the death of um, the wife of Michael Peterson. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay. Michael Peterson is, was, has been an author, and he was also running for office um, in the town where they lived, which I can't remember where they lived at this point. But, but the point is, he was sort of a public figure, and his wife, Kathleen, died falling down a staircase in their home. Oh, or at least that's what everybody thought. Oh. But then the authorities were like, something's fishy, something's funky here. Okay. And they started to investigate further. And Michael Peterson, of course, was a suspect in the death of his wife. Yeah. And at the very beginning of this, a documentary uh, com- group uh, got word of it and they hooked up with Michael Peterson and he agreed to do a documentary. So within days of her death, they were shooting a documentary about this whole process. Super weird. Okay. That just seems kind of risky. So that is the, that's the, that's the original docu docu series. Okay. Well, now there's a drama series on HBO that's based on the, that entire trajectory. Okay. Okay. So it stars Colin Firth, Tony Collette, Sophie Turner is in it. Um, Parker Posey is in it. So there's all these people and names you're going to recognize. Totally. And it tells both the story of the family and it kind of does time jumps between past and present, but also how the documentary was being made. So here's my manual on how to watch this. Okay. I think you will find yourself in a place where you are going to have full circle moments where you are going to want to watch maybe one or two episodes of the staircase the drama and then hop over on HBO and then hop over to Netflix and watch maybe the first episode of the actual docu-series. Okay. Why would I do that? Because you get like a different context. So it's interesting. I, I, it's not very fresh in my memory, the docu-series, but the, but the drama as I'm watching it, I'm having those little twinkles of memory of like, Oh yeah, I remember seeing this in the docu-series. So again, the fictionalized account versus watching it with the real people involved and remembering how and because you're kind of getting like a fictionalized behind the scenes account. And then if you go and watch the docuseries, you see maybe why they made some of the choices they made and how things played out. Because there is a moment where in the beginning, Michael Peterson of the actual documentary, he seems really uncomfortable and shifty. Well, they try to contextualize that a little bit in the dramatization of it. So I just think it's if you're into true crime 
or you're into these sort of unsolved mysteries. Yeah. And you're curious about how this all actually, it's very similar to when you watched maybe um, impeachment. And I used to do this when when I was watching a true crime story impeachment, I would watch the episode and then I would find like the, the original picture that they might've been talking about or the video of the time of like Googling your way along. Like it's, it's like how I actually, and I know you didn't do this, watch the crown. Where after I got through the first season. Nice, nope, you didn't. Uh, where I watch an episode, and then after each episode, yeah. because there's usually some historical uh, context for each episode that you can then Google your way through after to find out how much was, you know, correct and how much was uh, sort of, you know, uh, fictional. Yeah, license. what they sort of blew more air into, and that same is true with this too. So definitely, so that's my that's my um, personal suggestion. So on now, question follow up details: yeah. the staircase. It's on HBO, HBO. Max. Mm-hmm. Um, are all the episodes out? Uh, I don't believe they're all out. One, a new one drops tomorrow because it says there's five. So how many are we, we into? So I've wa- how many have I watched, or how many are available? How many are currently? Oh, available. Because I just want to know if I'm gonna. Because you know me. I want to watch them all right away. Well, I don't know that you can. So I don't know exactly how. I think there might be eight episodes total and only five are out so far. The sixth one drops tomorrow. Oh, okay. Because I'm just looking at Wikipedia. It says number of episodes five, but that could mean five. That's what's been released. Yep. Got it. So, but still, it's a pretty, that's a pretty significant. I mean, you can, you can really get into it. For sure. With that. And it is, it's really good and it's really well acted. Okay. So that's my thoughts on the staircase, but now I need to pivot over here. Because last night was a monumental occasion. Oh, was it Grey's Anatomy again? No, that's on Thursdays. It was the series finale of This Is Us. Oh, last night. gosh. Finally. Okay. Literally. So, really, truly. But, you know, this is what the talk is all about, is that the penultimate episode, which was on last week. The second to last thank episode. Thank you. Um, was an emotional roller coaster or train, I will say. I mean... Like, isn't that every episode of This Is Us, though? Not in the same way. Okay. This one was, like, destroyed you. Okay. Um, it was so, so emotional. And this last episode, the final episode no of the whole series, no spoilers, I think people walked away from it and thought, oh, I think I liked the penultimate one better. And I just wanted to say a couple words on that, because I understand it, Sounds and I understand like why... No, I do agree. The penultimate episode is better in terms of like ripping your heart all the way out and stomping on it. And like, well, that sounds fun. And it should have been sponsored by Kleenex. I mean, it was it was brutal. This one was more like the episodes you're used to in that it sort of snuck up on you. The moments that you maybe weren't expecting to be. And it was very. Oh, it's hard to say this without spoilers. It was very indicative of what this show was trying to offer you all along, which was an opportunity to look at life as it's being lived in the moment that you're living it and treasure the memories that you're creating. I I honestly think uh, a finale is it's like uh, it's like saying goodbye. And depending on what kind of goodbyes you appreciate, you'll probably gravitate towards, you know, those kinds of finales. For yeah. example, I would not want the most emotional episode to be the last because I feel like that gets in the way yes. of your truly appreciating what you loved about something. I, not in the way is the right word, but it is it is a different experience to mourn the loss mm-hmm. than to have the experience of the end. Because yep. there is a time to mourn 
but there's also I would feel like there should be a certain amount of joy in the last episode. Yeah, and I think that there was in this episode and there was, you know, the sadness was not did not come from like a tragedy place. Yeah. It came from like a a tender place. Yeah. And also there was a there was a finality in the penultimate episode and they really did need to show how it was going to go on and that's yeah. what they did in this finale. Okay. So don't let it scare you away from watching the whole series. I feel like it if really you love that show, journey. you're you're all in. Man, I was all in. All right. Mm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, now that we talked about what we're watching, we want to ask you, what you reading? What you reading? What's in your pile of books? 651-641-1071. We'll talk to you after this.